can, Nerf gun, barrels, it's all the same thing. Hi everyone, welcome back to Seawell and Losty's weird adventures into philosophical stuff. <laughs> Hiya! That's, that's the um, the WAPs. Welcome back to the WAP. The WAP. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. Um, today we're going to be talking about something a bit more general, a bit more slightly philosophical. Um, giving our hypothesis on stuff to do with friendship today and toxic friendships and all sorts of different things so if any of you guys can i mean i'd like to think all of you have at least like a friend so if you guys are in or noticing any situations like this about things to do with toxic friendship you know getting close can you get too close can you get close too quickly stuff like that this is what we're going to be talking about for for this podcast yeah and if you don't have any friends we're your new friends yeah we'll be your friends it's okay Quick news, let's do quick news. Right, quick, before things go wrong. Quick news. Right, so, welcome to quick news. Um, my quick news for you today, I'm going to talk about the Bojo speech, Mr. Boris Johnson. But my news is not so much about the speech, because in all honesty, I think he made perfect sense. I had, it took me a minute to wrap my round, head around that equation that he gave us, about, like, the R representing the rate of cases... And then you have to add the amount of deaths, and that gives you the whatever. Okay. My problem more, well, my bit of news is the fact that a bunch of people are still confused. How? What's there to be so confused about? Confusion. Like, sure, okay, fine. Sure, he wasn't the clearest in the world. However, let's be fair, he literally said, this is basically... In terms of going to work or staying at home, he said, if you can not physically go to work, then work from home. However, if you can, you have the option to, you're not on the high risk list or whatever it's called, then go to work. If you're going to go to work, don't use your car, don't use public transport, use something a bit more eco-friendly like a bike or walk to work. If you have to use a bus, social distance, if you um, use a car then do it if you want. We're trying to keep the economy clean. How simple is that? And then he was talking about the schedule for when we're going to get in. And he basically said, like, sometime next month he's going to start easing things off a lot more and whatever it was. And then the only thing I'm bothered... No, it was primary schools. And then month after that, it's slowly going to be secondary schools, hopefully. And then we're going to be able to go back into, like, Costa and McDonald's and that again by July. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is, you know, priorities. So, I don't get that. Why is everybody so confused? Like, did you get confused? I didn't watch it. What? <laughs> okay, you watched the Queen's one, though, didn't you? The one that she made, like, two weeks ago. Was that the first one or the second one? I only remember doing a, it, her doing one. Oh, yeah, I watched that. That was quite good, to be fair. Yeah, I think it was empowering because, like, she... She spoke about doing the speech way back when in the First World War with her sister. And now she's doing a speech during this whole pandemic. Like, she's lived through it all. Easily the greatest queen of all time. Easy. Easy. Yeah, she's a a quilt. She's a what? (laughs) A quilt. Oh. Alright, I'm not even going to get you to define that. Stop. We're having a nice chat about the queen and then you go out and call her a quilt. Ah... Let's hope he cuts this bit out. 
Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, wow. Okay. So let's get let's get real for a bit, guys. Get real for a bit. Before we discuss friendships, I'd like to discuss our roles within um this podcast. Oh. Okay. I would like to think, right, that you are more the serious man, right? Hmm. You're the one who like brings facts, yeah, and new and all that good crap, right? And I'm just kind of here for a laugh. <laughs> like I don't really bring anything. Like I bring my opinion, but like that's it, really. See, my dad okay. brought something up recently. You know, avid listener. Uh, he he that's brought something up recently. He said um, that on podcasts you usually have I can't remember the technical terms, but you had like the host, and then you had mm-hmm. the other guy. Who isn't called a host? He's called like a something, something. So it's like, and he says he just thinks that we should have a bit more structure. So it's like, say you're the host because it physically says host, and I'm the other guy. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, that's fair. But on the flip side, I do think that we are very much equally as hosted as each other. Like, you <laughs> might open the podcast, but we definitely still share this. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I think, I think really. It's not really a case of who's host, who's what, yeah. right? But it's more of... It's kind of like we're, like, two sides of the same thingy. Yeah, we both we both share all those roles. It's like, just look at it as, like, we function the same way that Saturday Night Takeaway do with Anton Deck. Like, there's two presenters, you know what I mean? Or um, Dick, Dick and Dom's Friday Wind Up, if you remember that show. Yeah? Oh, wow. Damn. That's classic. That was a good show, though. Um, you know, we, we we share the presenting roles, you know what I mean? So, yeah, and just like Anton Deck, we are two British, media, moderately successful rappers. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, music. Imagine if we could just like just break the system and just put music on here instead of doing podcasts, just streamed it out. <laughs> like, I think you can, you can think, all right, okay, but I think you can actually get like 30 second snippets of songs. Wow, yeah, so, um, if you're listening to this. We're gonna leave, we're gonna put um a little bit of PJ and Duncan in right here. <laughs> I think that we'll definitely eventually get to a point where we've been saving up money and we'll record some of our songs. And I think if we kept this going, I think for the intermission and stuff, we'd play like one or two songs in between. Say if, say I'm saying intermission is like say the podcast gets longer and we have more to talk about and stuff. We'll have like a song in the middle and we'll play one of our songs. Instead of playing someone else's song, we'll just play one of our songs and just push out our music. Because then it will literally just be us just going, hey, we do things, by the way. <laughs> this is us. This is what we do. So I think that'd be nice. I think that'd be cool. Cool. Anyway, friendships. Yes. Uh, we have a very good one. <laughs> yes, we do, actually. We do mm. have a good friendship. Uh, shall we explain to them how we how we met? Just for a bit. How did we meet, actually? You have to explain this to me. Oh, wow. Uh <laughs> Okay. Like, how did we become friends? Because, like, I joined the drama group that became friends in because someone was playing Minecraft there, and I thought, hey, that's cool. I want to do that, too. <laughs> right, so this is this is how I remember it, anyways. I mean, I don't... I can't... I'd be lying to you if I remember the exact first conversation we had. Like, that would be lots and lots of lies. However, I can most definitely tell you that I remember how big you were and how little... Well, I should say how little you were. And like how young yeah. you were at the time so it was ages ago i don't think you were even 10 like i probably wasn't even 10 either and we were at this drama class 
uh, our drama group that we still go to now, Ambionite Productions, big up. Uh, and we were there, and I, I saw you come in, and I think you might have come in with your mum, I can't remember. And you sat, and you were like sat down. I don't know who you were introduced to, probably Aaron. And you sat down with with Aaron, I think it was anyways. I come over and I just see you, just this, this little this little kid just there looking scared of all hell. So, and then I just remember going over to you and just like talking to you and saying like, what's your name? You know, do you like doing drama? Stuff, stuff like that, because let's be fair, I didn't shut up. I don't shut up now. I'm not shutting up yet. I'm still talking, guys. You've still got like ages left of this listening to me talk. Um, but you know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you probably did because you were, you were there. And we started talking then. <laughs> um, and then uh, I remember we, we did whatever topic it was, if you can remember off the top of your head, sick. But I can't remember what you did on your first time. It was the films. It was like the mini films. The was it? Oh, yeah. Must, oh, yeah. So that means if we go back and watch them, that is you in your first first term. That's so cute. Okay, so... No, my first half First term. half term. Yeah. So oh. you were there. Uh, and then I remember we were... I remember especially on the days that we were filming. Um, the, those beloved, cherished um, films, short films. I remember that I talked to you afterwards and you'd be like, oh, I don't think I'm doing it right. I was like, I think you're doing fine. He goes, yeah, but I haven't done this before. I was like, hey, mate, promise you, you're doing it fine. You're doing it good. So you've always been kicking yourself since the early days. And I think the way we bonded is because I had to like, I had to remind you that you were doing well when you didn't think you were. So, and then we bonded over all sorts of things since. Like we bonded, we bonded over like Hamilton and rap music in general. I'm very fortunate to have a friend that listens to the same rubbish I do. Um, uh, you know, we we've bonded over different kinds of comedy, and we've just we've just got on really well since then. So yeah, thanks for playing a. Well, were you a superhero? Were you the superhero? No, nah, you. I was. I was the. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was it was it Rumor Riley? Oh my god, okay, so it was Rima Riley, okay, <laughs> Rima Riley at that time was my bully, right, so I was playing his victim, oh god. Right? so I, I just channeled the energy. <laughs> what, I've just like, this is how you really make me feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's... Yeah, friendship. and then we've just um, kind of bonded since then, okay. haven't we? So, do you have any other close friends, Joe? Because I only have two. You only have two close friends? I, okay, close well... Friends. I'm definitely going to get them Wait, listening to this one, so um, this will be fun. Okay, okay, okay. Two or the best. Like closest ones. friends. Inside of our drama group yeah, or outside like... of our drama group? Oh, one inside. Okay. This will be, uh, I'm wondering where you're going with this. Um, Inside the drama group, I'm going to say like Dan, because Lil's my girlfriend, and she, so she doesn't really count. So I've got a friend called Dan. So Dan would be my, my go-to choice. If you're wondering what Dan's like, just think genius. Um, oh yeah, just think Sheldon Cooper. He's a little bit like Sheldon Cooper. Can't lie. He... And Einstein. See, Sheldon Cooper's a genius in the show. So he's like really clever, but he's also a little bit it... not, eh, he can be a little bit robotic at times, but that's not in person. He's never like that in person, but over text he messages like he's a robot. So 
Isn't Sheldon Cooper? Isn't Sheldon an ass? Um, isn't that? The, isn't like isn't he loved to be an ass? He's a lovable one of them. I, I'm not going to swear. I refuse to swear. I'm a Christian boy. But not really. It's not but he's a he's a lovable one of them. Um, so he's, he's uh, it, it takes him he's like four or five seasons, but he does actually become a lot more human toward the end, which is good. So. But it's a it's an antagonizing process, but it's like not it's it, you feel all right when you're being antagonized because you know that it's they're making you wait and it's worth it when you see him become more and more human. But Matt, uh, Dan definitely isn't like that. But he's um, as I said, he's only over Texas. He's a bit robotic, but he's takes things very literally. He's very clever. He's very thoughtful. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. So I, I think we just get on because we we both enjoy like combat sports and we both have quite in depth conversations about the world, really. So yeah, so there's Dan. And then for outside of drama, if I had to pick anyone, I'd probably pick. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Lauren because I know you already know one other of my friends, and I think as easy as that would be for us to talk about them together. I want to give someone a little bit more out there, so I'm going to say Lauren. Lauren Stanaway, bit of a nightmare, but she's. You telling, you telling me it's not um. Hey, <laughs> right, like, you know I love that being to death, but we're talking closest <laughs> friends, right? You have no idea how close me and me and Lauren are. You have no idea. So first of all, let's just talk about. How what's what's your process with making friends? Like what do you what not so much like processes in life, so I'm at this stage now, at this stage. Like nothing robotic, I mean like what how how would you approach making new friends? How do I do it? Well usually I do something. Like I do an activity. Like my like you like I met I met most of my friends because of drama or because of someone at drama mm. um I, most of my school friends um either because we we're in the same form or the yeah. school play like um but yeah i do activities yeah. and then you usually we bond over something we both have in common or something we both experienced okay. that's all i'm gonna say about that um but yeah it's usually it's just that kind of thing we can you know we can laugh at the same kind of we kind of you know, we appreciate each other's mm-hmm. kind of humour, you know, lifestyles, that kind of thing. The easiest way yeah. for making friends, I found, is literally go somewhere where people, you know for a fact someone's going to have at least one same interest as you. And in which case, when I got to drama, that's why I made so many friends. Because A, we all loved acting. And B, like, we found mm-hmm. that people who like drama happen to like a lot of other things that are very similar. Like, we love films as actors, because obviously it's got actors in them. So, all of us except for except for Dan. Dan can't sit through films. Um, except, except for Star, Star Wars. Wars. I'm Star very Wars. I'm very happy to say that you can sit through Star Wars. Um Yeah, well I can't. Oh so. god. <laughs> okay. Um But yeah, so definitely just find if you if you feel like you're struggling a little bit in terms of making friends, definitely just just go find something. Like if you like dance, go find a dance troupe. Yeah, sure, some of them can get quite toxic over there, but hey. That's just people fulfilling the stereotypes. Like I've been to triple threat companies, like um, musical theatre companies, and you know they they do literally drill it into them that they think that you know you got to think you're a star 
when you haven't even made it yet. You know, you're a star now, you're star quality, you're going to make it. And that's where all this false sense of security and this ego comes about in the business. And that's why there's a lot of toxicity in terms of entertainment and performance. So I'd say try and steer clear from those kind of people as much as you can. Don't try and get that attitude on you because it will punch you in the face when someone reminds you that you're just as good as everyone else. But I'm fortunate to go to the drama class that I do now because everyone's level. Like if Adam, the guy that runs it, if he thinks that you're doing something stupid, he's not going to beat around the bush. He's going to tell you. If he thinks you're being a prick, he's going to tell you you're being a prick. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I like it because it's real. But people try and in other drama schools, I'm going to say that in air quotes, who are like talking as if as if they're already stars and stuff like that. It's like you're not. You have not made it yet. Stop acting as if you've you've already got your name on like the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You know what I mean? Because you, you don't, you don't, <laughs> right? You, you, yeah. you probably, you might have left some gum on the Walk of Fame or some dribble on it when you've been staring down at your idols, <laughs> you know, but you, you are not just a bit of spit, a bit of drool over what Dwayne Johnson's name or whoever you've been oogling over does not count as you being on the Walk of Fame. You're not there yet. You're definitely not there yet. There's some people who have made it who aren't there yet. It's so ridiculously difficult to get to that level of respect and recognition like you need to you need to you need to do the run to win the race you know what i mean you can't just you can't just like hop into a a jet fly all the way over to the thing and then just like jump out whenever you feel like it's like hey yo okay um i've made it now you have to put the work in you have to put the effort in so you you brought up a very interesting point actually uh, which one um, that certain people, yeah. groups of people, um, can actually get Definitely. toxic. I mean, it applies to normal friendships as well. So, um, should we talk about that for a bit? Yeah, I mean, okay, okay. Tell us about your most recent toxic. All right, I suppose. Well, I'm quite fortunate. I've every time I've sent someone's toxic, I've pushed out of it, and I've kind of went like, nope. <laughs> the last toxic. Yeah. friendship i had and i didn't realize was toxic was back in primary school but i'm not going to get into that because it's really just you stand a toxic you know friendship it's like you fall out excuse me you fall out way too often and then they reel you back in and they they're nice to you and then they stab you in the back it's not nice man it's it's not a nice place to be no you see i can i see where you're coming from right because I've had some, I've had a few toxic friendships, and you know, I've had a few toxic friendships, and I can understand where mm. you're coming from. Even though some of the sweetest people I know are also yeah. girls, but like, yeah, I had a toxic friendship myself. We were, well, they kept falling out with me, yeah, yeah. stupid things, and I kept back in, and they would use what they yeah. knew. I knew their advantage, and then they'd. Toss me back out again, and it came to a point where they realised they when they realised the friendship yeah. was toxic themselves. Um, and we're like, oh, I need to cut this off, you know. And it, they kind of they kind of tried to betray, like oh, it was my fault. And I thought they wanted they course, wanted a yeah. reaction from me. They were actually mm-hmm. the blow up, right? I was like, oh yeah, that's completely fine. If yeah. that's what you think it is, that's fine. They're like, whoa, really? Dude, I thought you were gonna blow up. I was like, Mate, yeah, I know. I mean, I I know exactly the situation you're talking about, and like, I the way you handled that was brilliant. Like, 
I was wound up by what she was saying and you weren't and you were the one being attacked like that was some I saw some real growth in you then I was like bro that is maturity that it, it's doing really well because big surprise if you can't tell by the voices uh Max is younger than me but he's always hung around with people that are old, yeah. that are older and I've been telling him this for the, for the longest time saying Matt and Max it's it's always gonna like it's gonna do wonders for you in terms of like you growing up because you're going to be so mature by like, the time you get to like our age that you're going to be further ahead than we were back then. I think mm-hmm. you you get a new definition of toxic when you become mates with girls or at least certain friendship groups. Yeah, but I do get what you're, you're talking about. Like, Yeah, so, but being friends with girls, you get a new definition of toxic. Like, yeah. bashing people's heads off the floor, I'm <laughs> used to it. That is, it never happens, but people talking about it, you could say, oh, that's pretty toxic in itself. It is. You know, saying that you're going to smash up one of your friend's faces and make keep, leave it permanently disfigured is one thing. But you get a new definition of it when you realise, well, that's toxic to, to people that don't know, but to people that do know what it's like in that kind of environment and that kind of circle. You realise that the toxicity comes from those friendships that, that start and finish way too often like the point where you know you're you're lying to each other through your teeth you're fake smiling like you I notice a fake smile from a mile away nowadays you know so you're there and you're seeing people pretending to be friends and I'm just I keep telling them I'm like why why are you being all friendly with them now right I told you you're not good for you're not good for each other every time you guys are mates in air quotes (laughs) you end up falling out like two weeks later and it's always horrendous and I I've, I've, I actually said to one of them once I said boy look I don't think that you're toxic I don't think that she's toxic I think that you're either both as toxic as each other or this just isn't meant to be you know what I mean I think you guys need to just back it up a little bit and just separate because you guys even pretending to be friends is not good for anybody and that's toxicity at its finest when you physically feel the need to step in because two people, A, keep going in each other's throats, B, keep tormenting each other's mental health, and C, they just keep making life difficult for each other. You know what I mean? So I've had um, friendships. I'm not going to get too deep into this because it's quite personal, even without saying the names. But I had one friendship where a friend of mine had uh she was going through a rough period in terms of her mental health and stuff she was having a bit of a rough time and she wasn't I'm gonna say she didn't like herself very much and then you could probably figure out what I'm saying with that she wasn't happy with who she was and stuff but on a different level if you get what I mean on a different inference um and um in an attempt to like what empathize the other, her her mate, who was very toxic, to, to they were very toxic to one another. They um she just decided to start doing the same thing in the same places because they thought it would make him feel better, but that only caused more problems because it caused the original person who was doing it for personal reasons and actual reasons more stress because they're like. Well, the longer I'm depressed and I feel the need to do this kind of stuff, you know, I can't do anything about it. But on the flip side, if I keep doing it, then that's going to make the other person 
is just as bad off as as worse off as I am. But on the flip side, that's really stressing me out and that's making me want to do that more. So what do I do? And it's just a vicious, like it was a vicious circle. And I was so confused. It's like, what's the thought process? Do you see someone else suffering? And then you're like, you take something as personal as that and you inflict it upon yourself in terms of for some kind of empathy. It's some sick empathy, like sick as in sick as in like twisted, not sick as in like great. I mean, sick as twisted. And I'm there like, what on earth is going on? Why are you doing that? You're taking someone's personal problems and trying to what normalize it, try and make it seem like, oh, it's okay. I, I'm doing, I do it too. I, I just never got it. I just thought it, you're literally causing them more problems than less. And yet they continue to do it and follow that moral compass. Moral compass? Yeah, I think, I think that's the expression. The, they kept doing the same thing and doing the same stuff despite them being told that it's just wrong, it's messed up. You should not be doing that. You're causing them more stress by doing it. It's not flattering. It's not, it's not comforting. It's, it's, it's worse, you know? The reason people do that to themselves is because they don't want to cause harm to anyone else. When you actually start causing harm to everyone else, it's, it's like someone with arachnophobia seeing a spider. Like, it's just game over. It's just a freak out. It's not ever going to help. So that is toxic. That is for me, that is the level of toxic friendship. Like you think that your mates, you've, you're in a toxic friendship because you keep falling out. That's one thing. When you take it to the level when you physically make life horrible for one another, whether you're doing it on purpose or not, that is a real toxic friendship in my book because I've seen it. It's horrible. I hate it. Yeah, same. That's disgusting. It's, it's ridiculous, man. It's, I know, like, if you had told me in year seven that I was going to see some messed up stuff like that, I'd be like, uh, what, in like a film? Nah, it's real, man. Stuff like that happens, and it's ridiculous what some people's thought processes are, you know, when they think they're helping, but they're not. But that's another podcast, I think, to, uh, talking about, like, when people think they're helping, but they're not. But, yeah, that is that is a big one. That's, a, that's the best example I have for you is of a toxic friendship. Yep. You still alive, my friend? Oh, yeah, you're there. Okay, cool. So, how close do you think two people can be without it being weird? Okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll use my example of, of Lauren. Right? I'll use, she's, I, well, we have a very close friendship, very close relationship in that sense. Um, we've always been really close. Lauren, if you're listening, hello. Um, you know, we, it's, we, we had a rough, we've had a rough period here and there. I think it's been once, it might have been once, might have been twice, where we've just kind of gone downhill. But then whenever we've come back, we've come back stronger. So instead of being frequent, like friends, we're not friends, friends, we're not friends. It's more like we have a big one and then we come back. You know what I mean? Which I feel like is a lot better. If that's what's happening with your friends, I wouldn't call it toxic. I just say that that's more natural. Because when you change as a person, then obviously, A, it, well, you know what, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but when when you're changing obviously you need to you won't always settle the same as you did before so but you do get used to each other again and you'll be fine anyways but yeah um but it gets to the point now where like we make quite rude jokes to one another in terms of about each other and stuff like i openly say that she has a penis doesn't but it's just like a, it's just a stupid joke 
than I make. And she she might go, oh, yeah, 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 it's massive, it's massive. I say, yeah, mate, it's black. She's actually biracial from the from the belt down. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just stupid jokes like that, but it's completely normal. Wow. Or, you know, there was, there was one occasion where she was there. I, this was, <laughs> it was a very close friend of mine called Liz. It was her first day at our school. She joined in year eight. Uh, year nine, year eight, year nine, year nine. I don't know. I'm gonna say year nine. Uh, no, nah, mm-hmm. it was year eight. Okay, year eight. There we go. That's that's my final answer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and in year eight, it was like her first day. We were walking home from school. We got to the top of the road, uh, which there was just a massive road going all the way back home. And I hear Lauren go, Joe, and I go, What? I turn around and I see Lauren facing the other way, her bum in my direction. She goes, I've got a nice bum. <laughs> and I'm just there like, what is this madness? Liz, they're looking dead confused. She's just come from France, right? She'd been Russia. She'd been France. She'd been to America, right? She's now here. And the first one of the you know, earliest uh, social interactions she sees is a girl asking a boy whether she thinks he thinks that she's got a nice bum and <laughs> just facing the other way in the middle of the road. I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> so, and then we've just continued to make stupid jokes like that anyways, you know, yeah. it's like, if she's in a bad mood to cheer her up, I'm like, I, I, you know, you know what I'm like, I'll give people like speeches, like motivational speeches, but I'll, I'll do it in like, a, sometimes I'll do it in like a, a lighthearted, like silly jokey way. Sometimes I'll do it because it's deadly serious. It very much depends on the situation. But yeah. in terms of, especially with Lauren there's been once or twice where she's been doubting herself like around boys and stuff say if a boy's been treating her wrong um and you know she's starting to feel like you know she's not worth it and stuff like that she feels like she you know is there a reason this this happens to me whatever and I there's been a few times so I've literally said Lauren Lauren look at me right now right you are a beautiful girl you're very beautiful okay I say with a face like that, and I said, Lauren, turn around. And she's like, What? Turn around. Turns around. And I said, and a bum like that. This is why you keep pulling so many, because they want this. They want all of it. And she goes, and she goes, Yeah, you got a point. And then she was just all good. <laughs> like Wait, hold on, hold on. What about the personality? Well, I've reminded her on numerous occasions that she's fantastic to talk to. Like we get on really well for a reason. It's either that I'm just like a really rubbish person and she happens to be really rubbish too and we just get on. But otherwise I'm pretty sure she's a, she's a, she's just a fantastic person to talk to when she's not being a maniac. But she's great. I'd have to talk to both of you to make that judgment really. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of closeness, I think that you know, we let me think. Closest things we've done. I mean we hug often, you know, we talk about private yeah. things. Yeah. often we've talked about quite deep things i think that's all fine for close friends close friendships especially even if it is like you know say if you're both straight and you know it's one boy and one girl i think it shouldn't matter that much it's yeah, no. when it becomes borderline romantic is the problem it's when people we when they when they like kiss each other even if it's just like on the head i still think it's a bit strange i think yeah that Good. i it's yeah i couldn't i wouldn't i'd never kiss Lauren, really, I just, I wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't see the need in it because it's like nope. that is that's just me flirting with you at that point. You know what I mean? 
it's, there's a difference between being close, having a laugh and a joke, and then like just basically low-key flirting. Dude, you think kissing is flirting? A little bit. Dude, kissing is for a relationship. What are you talking? Well, Wait, so if you like, if you're kissing, flirting, then what is well, relationship? well, a relationship? Um, well, the relationship has numerous components. It's not just the physical stuff. There's lots, but I don't want to get too far into that. Um, but for me, like flirting would be okay. Say you get okay. This is what I mean by kissing is flirting. So like you, you um, give them a hug. Say you're taller. You give them a hug, and then you just like sneak a, like a kiss on the head. That's what I mean by like kissing is flirting. So it's like, did you just kiss me on the hand? It's like, no, I didn't kiss you on the head. What do you mean? That's like, that's flirting. So that's not like straight up relationship stuff. You do it to catch them off guard. You do it to flirt. That's weird. Yeah, but to be fair, like if if it feels right, I mean, I, I'm a taken. I'm taken. Oh. I'm good. Um, but say if I was single and I would flirt. If it was with someone that I felt like it would be okay and they wouldn't just like throw up and smack me. Um, then, <laughs> then uh, yeah, definitely. Like, I think I, I, I would be comfortable using kissing as flirting. Like, I think that it's, it's not all that taboo, really. So that's fair. Uh, I can't, I can't even comment on that because I don't have any. Fr- I mean, my, my friend, I hug my friends, but I've never like, I tell dirty jokes with my friends and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like one of my, I don't know, one of my closest friends. We only really got close, uh, like these past two months. Hmm. We don't really do much. We didn't really do much hugging before this whole. No, but you guys have gotten. I think I know who you're talking about, and you guys have gotten hella close recently, haven't you? I mean, I mean, yeah, we do talk quite a bit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Teachers a lot, you know, that kind of thing. Of course, yeah. Cool. I mean, it's that's really you have to be careful though with that kind of thing. I'm gonna in front of everybody. I'm gonna give you some warning. When things get really close, really quickly. It can get kind of difficult at times. I... Sometimes problems can arise because you haven't covered all ground. And what do you mean? So you guys, okay, say we're out of quarantine, we're out of self so You guys meet up again, you guys go out and have a laugh. You guys might be, you know, messing about, having a hug, whatever. And then you could end up making a joke or doing something that she wouldn't have preempted. And then it can cause problems because it's like I don't think you were like that. Well, I well I am like that. This is how. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, they are. I mean, like it's it's not really. Yeah. My main example, so... but basically what I'm saying in a nutshell is don't be so sure of each other off the top because it because yeah. there will always be instances where you think you know them really really well, yeah. but actually you only know half the story. You know what I mean? So then you might go out and say something in confidence regarding the other person. Or they might say something about you. It might be a bit wrong or completely wrong, and then it can cause issues. You know what I mean? So you have to be sure. Don't be so sure. Of yeah. Them. And until you guys are definitely bonded and you guys definitely are aware of each other, I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't be so sure of each other. I that's think, that's that's basically what I'm trying to say. I think we've pretty much covered stuff, really, mostly. You mean yeah, you two as people, or us on the podcast? Um, both. Uh, oh, and also, one thing I do want to talk about, actually. Go ahead. Um, okay, right. Do you have any friends, right, that you would ever go? Would You would you would definitely call your best friend, but you would never call family. Ooh. Or you think a really close friend, but 
you wouldn't call them family yet. So someone who you like, because I don't know. Um... Yeah, because that, that kind of thing. I don't, I don't think I'll call them family yet because the last time I called someone family after not knowing from them for too long. Well, yeah, as I said, it's stuff family. like that. It gets it gets problematic, that's, man. That, you have to be um, sure of each that, other. That, that's the reason. That's the reason I had such a toxic friendship with that person. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right, so this is this is this is my point of view. Like, I don't, I can't really think of an example off the top of my head. It'll probably come to me later. Um, someone who I'm close with, but not close enough to call family. Um, yet, that, yet, yet. I mean, I could say that about anyone. I haven't <laughs> had time to think about it, and I don't think I should be broadcasting that out to other people either. Yeah. That's not really anyone's okay. any else's business. Do you? Okay, but do you have any of those friends then? What, who I think, you know, I can't quite call family yet, but they're kind of there. definitely, in confidence, call friend. Yeah, I have, okay, yeah, I have one person in mind from school. Oh, wow. I think we've we've gotten closer over self-isolation and just messaging basically at any point we can. Um, we've spoken about some quite in-depth things and stuff, but yeah, we were getting close toward the end of... I'm going to say last year is in like while we're still at school. It was still technically year 10. But you know what I mean. So so toward the end of last school, I was in school time. Um, we we had gotten re- like really close. Well, not really close, but we gotten a lot closer. But I don't know. It's, 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 it is a strange one. I do kind of know what you mean. It is a weird one, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's, it is something. Does it matter in terms of time that you've known the person for you to regard them as second family? No, because if you feel like you've got that bond with somebody, mm. it doesn't matter how long you've known them. I think for me, I have to have known you for at least like a year minimum. Really? I don't have requirements. I don't really have requirements for that kind of thing. It's just like if I know somebody will act. Like, like like a family member, they'll step family. in, they'll look after if you and stuff. Yeah, somebody will always, you know, be there. You know, kind of definitely. Like, family kind of like you're you're like a little brother to me. So <laughs> yeah, you're my yeah. little brother. So it's all good. So I don't find requirements. No, like, I mean, like not two weeks, obviously. No. Like, but if I've known them a few months, yeah. and I feel like we're really, really, really close, and we can like. But yeah, I'm very yeah. proud to say that in in the most heterosexual way possible. I've got some sisters <laughs> that aren't really my sisters, <laughs> um, which is great. It's it's lovely, lovely <laughs> being, um, you know, having opposite gender, opposite opposite sex relationships, friendships. Tea. It's a lot of fun. Tea. 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 Jeez. Okay. This has got weird. Anyways, but it is lovely having those kind of those kind of friendships. Because it's you, it's you get two different worlds and they come together and you get close and it's just it's just it's just fun, man. Like it's a vibe it's without fun. music. You know what I mean? It's just it's just good, and you, you get to confide in each other and you. It's just when people think, especially in like year seven and eight, people get the feeling that there's some kind of barrier between being friends with a boy or being friends with a girl if you're a girl or a boy. Yeah, you, you get confused. It's like. So wait, am I allowed to be friends with you? Am I allowed to be close? The answer is yes, of course you are. You see, this is the problem because I'm in a very see because of my friendships with people, yes. right? If I go, if I 
go with them to some place, mm. right? And it's just us two. Like, I went with one of my friends, yeah. who was a girl, to uh, McDonald's, I think. We just went for a meal because we were going to watch something, mm. I think. And there was this big group of, like, year eight boys uh, next to us. Yeah. And, like, one of them went past the toilet. Um, and he went, oh, he's dating. <laughs> he's like, oh, you having a good date? And I was like, just because you're jealous. <laughs> just because you're jealous. Because I could talk to girls and you can't. So, sort of. That's a funny one, though. That's I mean, something I've always said. It's like, I mean, I mean, go on. He did go. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> it's like, mate, when 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 people call me gay for hanging around with girls, it's like, yes, because you took, because yeah, you you can't talk to girls. That's the problem. I can, you can't. Hence why you're single, and I've got a girlfriend. Ha! <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, they're calling you gay because you talk to girls. Because I'm mates with girls. Yeah. Girls and they talk to boys all the time. Wouldn't that make them hypothetically? If following that, following that hypothesis, if you get friendly with the opposite sex, which is heterosexual behaviour, you're a homosexual. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't get it. Mm, yes. You think you think if you I were hanging like around with boys girls. all the time, you'd be gay because you're close with boys. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I was thinking before you said lesbian. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, how does, how does, how does, how, 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 how does that make any sense? I, I don't, I don't get it. But. And now I think, I think this is, I think this is the perfect time now to um, round this all thing out because mm-hmm. talking about friends has given me a very important um, view on life. Good. Good. Um, It's that people, people, yes. right? Some people don't have mm-hmm. friends, and they're jealous of you for not having yes. friends, right? But if you don't have friends and you're not jealous of, if you're not jealous of people who have friends, you don't have friends mm-hmm. yourself. Come be my friend. Meet me at the nearest McDonald's, and with that, uh, we rebanding top of time match. <laughs> yes. Um, I do have one little last thing I want to say. I want to say that, you know. As much as people may say that, you know, they, they don't need friends or if you if you're in the headspace where you feel like you just don't like people, like you feel like everyone's everyone's a cock or everyone's just a bit dumb or you feel like everyone's, you know, up their own bum or something like that. I think you need to <laughs> bear in mind PG and all of those just makes them sound so hard to take seriously. But I'm being serious. Um, If. You know, despite how much you might feel like you don't like people, people will there will always be people or a person that will like you. Knowing people is like the best thing you can do. I've appreciated that a lot more now that I can't physically see you guys, but I can talk to you and I can talk to you over like call, which is seeing you but not the same. Like I very much appreciate people and having them around because they are they will definitely be the lifeblood of what you do whether you you're you feel introverted or not either way you people will always be a part of you even though you're two separate things you cannot live without other people like you will not survive without other people you will always need other people so if you're in a headspace where you want to reject them switch it up seriously man just go out reach out and just just find some people that you can relate to. Do what I said before. Go find a group of people that you know for a fact you'll have at least one or two interests who you share with, and that will whittle it down to 
to one or two, even if it's only one, you've got then that one person who you can be friends with and then you can bond because you will feel so much better for it. I promise you now. Well, that got a bit serious. It did, but I, I, I feel like I feel like it has to be said, though, doesn't it? Yeah, man. Uh, and that was the first episode of what do we call it again? Uh, was it the the ep? Uh, I think we're going to have to think of a better name than that. We'll come up with something. We don't need to name it right now. We'll name it another time. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Um, it was the deep existential philosophy. Philosophy. Bit. Shall we just call it Bright HQ? The, the, the How's that? The depth. No, no. This is just the. This is just the episode. This episode is called the deep. This is called the um. The philosophical friend theorem. The pft. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the pft. Uh, bye. Bye 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 bye.